All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Monday, September 18th of 2023. Here, looking ahead, we have an eight-game MLB main slate today. And then we have a rare two-game Monday night, or two, two NFL games on Monday night. So you have double the showdown action, and you have a two-game main slate. So it should be an interesting day here. Hope you guys had a great week two uh, Sunday main slate yesterday. I really enjoyed it myself. Uh, Max and I actually just got done doing our review. That should be out later today. If you guys didn't catch last week's, we did an NFL week one main slate review. Uh, catch that on the YouTube channel. And then week two should be coming out later today. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Sabersim. It's a show where we go over how to use the Sabersim app, answer any and all DFS related questions, get your questions in one of three ways here. First way, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, want to get signed up, there is a link in the description of this video. And also here, uh, it is Monday, so that means that we have to announce the winners of our weekly Max Challenge. What is the weekly Max Challenge? It is a giveaway that we have been doing during NFL season for the last couple seasons. If you guys want to know more about it and you're not signed up, the link to this page is in the description of this video. This is the sign-up page. Uh, weekly prizes, season-long prizes, eligibility requirements down here at the bottom. Use the Saberson logo. Fill out our form. Max, enter one of the DraftKings Minimax contests, and you're all set. And that is it. So uh, to get us rolling here, we have to announce our weekly winner. So weekly winners are our top finisher of the week. And one random person will get a free entry into next week's mini max here. So to get that kicked off here, I am going to bring up our trusty wheel of names and get this set up. But just to let you guys know, we had 233 people participate in this week's mini max uh, contest here. And our top finisher was Nevermind 03 with a 19th place and 207.66 points. So Nevermind is going to get a free Sabersim hoodie here and an entry into our end of the season free roll. So congratulations to you for being our top finisher of the week and then getting over to our wheel of names. This is going to be a spin for free entry into next week's mini max here i have all 233 names here just so you guys know the uh google sheet that shows everybody who is participating is pinned in the office hours channel so if you go to the office hours channel in discord go to the pinned messages up at the top you will see the link to the google sheet so gonna hit shuffle a couple times here and we are going to get the spin rolling here so we will see who our winner is for this week. And then J-Dog 1787 here. Congratulations. Our support team will reach out to you as well as never mind letting you guys know that you guys are the winner winners for week two. Congrats to everybody who participated. Hope you guys had a good fun week of DFS. We'll be right back at this again next week. But with that being said, can get Sabersim pulled up here plenty to talk about on a monday show here i know we always have lots of questions on mondays here so going to get the app pulled up we are going to start with the questions that came in in the discord as always here and then we will jump over to the other questions that come in in the youtube chat as we go here but 
Looks like our last question came in from JDS Dog uh, late late Friday here. Looks like Jordan got back to him, but I did want to follow up on this. So the question was, is there any content on how the contest sims get filled? Say I use field lineups X that has 1,000 lineups. What happens if I use that to create a contest with size 10,000 or more? So uh, Jordan replied to this and actually taught, taught me something along the way here. So what happens, uh, what, what we are talking about, right? We are talking about the contest sim settings. So let's say that, you know, you're going to go into our contest sim and then you're going to select the uh, drop down here for field lineups, right? And because this is a classic slate, there are 13 available buckets of field lineups here based on contest dynamics and all of our back testing here. So let's say you're playing a low stakes 20 max. So this this field lineups are gonna can, are gonna be a uh, basically a build of 5,000 lineups here. And if you want to see what that build looked like, you can go to contests, go to ownership contests. And then you can go and look at any of these. If you hit this eye icon, this low stakes 20 max here, if I click that, what's going to happen is it, it is going to generate the 5,000 field lineups that are being used to create the ownership projections for this ownership bucket here. So what JDS Dog is asking is like, hey, you know, there are 5,000 field lineups. Let's say that the contest that I'm playing, in it, and I can also create contest sims from here, right? So I'm playing a 20 max, this $3 20 max, right? And I'm just going to um, look at this. So there's 158,000 entries here, right? So 158,000 entries, there's only 5,000 field lineups. What happens, right? And what Jordan said was, if the contest size is bigger than the field lineups is, is a bigger number, then we are going to sim that contest as if the contest size equals the field lineups. And then if the contest size is less than the field lineups, we are going to randomly select however many contest entries there are from our field lineup. So an example would be, hey, there are 158,000 uh, entries in this $3.20 max. Well, we're just going to sim it as if there's 5,000 here. And, and that is what we're going to do. If you are playing, say, this $4.20 max here that has 1,486 entries in it, then what we're going to do is we are going to randomly sample 1,486 of the field lineups of 5,000 each time we run the sim. So if there's less than the number, we are going to pick however many we need each and every time we run the sim. If there are more, then we are going to just, uh, we're going to sim it as if the number of field lineups is the max for the contest here. So that is something that, that Jordan taught me here and I wanted to relay that to everybody. All right. Next question here from Kevlar. Question says, is it possible to set an automatic lineup rule that stacks and runbacks can only include wide receivers slash tight ends and not running backs here? Uh, so I believe that you can do this with a rule here. So let me just go back to my build and we will walk through how to do this. So automatic rule where stacks and runbacks can only include wide receivers, tight ends, and not running backs. Okay, so what I would do is that this is going to have to be a conditional rule. So this is going to have to be an if-then rule. And we're talking about automatic here, right? So I'm going to say if at least, and what I would do is I would say if at least two, and I want to group by game here, right? Where this is a this is a game rule. This is a runback rule. 
So I'm going to say if at least two, and I'm going to say QB, running back, wide receiver, or tight end are used, then use no more. Hmm. Actually, this is kind of interesting. So I don't know if you can do this or not. I'm going to have to test this offline here, and I will get back to you. So let me just make a note for myself. Uh, Kevlar 87 stack question, because this one's a little tricky. So let me see what I can do offline. I don't want to waste too much time here trying to figure this out, something I haven't thought about yet. All right, but I will get back to you 100%. All right, next question here from Gary. Gary said, I know we can make a rule to fully exclude or include tight end in the flex for NFL, but would it be, would it be possible to allow a certain percentage? For example, I only want max 5% of lineups with a tight end in the flex. Another question would be, is it possible to break out stack types by position instead of just team? For example, if I want to see how many QB wide receiver tight end opponent tight end stacks I have, not just that I have QB plus two with a run back. Okay, so let's walk through this first part first here. It said, um, would it be possible to allow a certain percentage of tight ends in the flex? And yes, you can do this. You just have to do it a little more manually, right? So let's say I'm going to build 500 lineups for today's slate, going to make two adjustments, two projections, and then going to kick this off, right? So all, all you would really need to do is just go to the flex column in the post build and then just see what players are coming up in the flex and then manually control it from there. So this is actually something that Max and I talked about today on our video. You guys can catch that when it comes out later today, uh, but but was an interesting topic to cover overall. So like, let's say I have 20 lineups here and I only want, let's say 10%, because that'll give me two lineups with a tight end in the flex. What I would do is I would just go to the flex and then I would sort by exposure here. And in, in this example, we don't have any, but basically what I would do is look at however many lineups I, I want. And maybe if I look at 150, we'll get some here and be able to better explain this. So, okay, so here at 150 lineups, I have some Njoku, I have some Friermuth, right? And I can go and I can look at the exposure of these players. So Njoku used in 3% of lineups, Friermuth used in uh, in 2%, right? So that gets us right about 5%. What, what I would suggest doing, is go to the flex in, in your build, whatever build you're running. You can still right-click on position, and then you can look at tight ends here. And then what this will do is it'll be like, hey, you know, what tight ends are in your lineups? And then you can go and quickly look at the exposures. And then from here, you know, you can cap it, right? Say, say that they were higher. Maybe I don't want more than any tight end used in 5% of lineups in the flex. And then I can go and I can do that. I could, uh, this is one way to look at it on a position basis within the flex. So I'm looking at the lineup position of flex, and then I'm looking at it on a position by position basis with my tight end specifically here. So that is how I would do it. You're not going to be able to set a rule, but you can manually, uh, you know, check how much tight ends you have overall in the flex column. And then second question, uh, which is, this is probably going to be more of like a feature request. So there's not a good way to do this. There's not a good way to say, uh, you know, right now you can look at your stack exposure and you say, how many QB plus twos do you have? How many QB plus threes, et cetera, here? This is not going to say, hey, how many, you know, QB plus running back plus wide receivers versus quarterback plus wide receiver plus tight ends, right? That would be like an advanced stack types here. But I can put in a feature request for that. So feature request, um, advanced stack 
exposure. And then I'll just use that example, QB plus RB slash wide receiver versus QB plus wide receiver slash tight end here as an example. So definitely can take that back to the team for you. All right. Question from Jay Stanger. Question says, Andrew, super excited to be in the full swing of NFL. Question for you. Is there no longer a way to drag and drop or reorder your entries in the My Contest menu? I used to order my contest to fit for each build I do. I am aware of the new filter features and that gets me most of the way, but I'd prefer to just reorder them myself. Uh, so I think you can reorder them yourself. Uh, last, I heard you could. So let me just get us a CSV for today. I would just get something with two two contests here, and let's just see if we can do this, right? So going to go to NFL, going to go to today's two-game slate here, and then just going to get us a couple of entries here. So just going to enter these real quick here. So now I have a CSV with two contests, and then I'm going to go to my fill here, and then I'm going to go to download template file from DraftKings, going to bring this into the app here. So now I have these two. Uh, you should still see this little feature here on the left, these like square dots here. It's like uh, it's like a little square rectangle shape with a bunch of dots. This is like our drag and drop feature. So you should still be able to grab these and move them up or down, right? So, so at the moment, the 200 player is the first lineup and the 150 player is the second. When I drag and drop, I'm going to move the 200 player to the bottom and then the 150 to the top. So if you're not seeing this, I would try a hard refresh, which is control shift R, command shift R and see if that's uh, working for you. If it's not for, for whatever reason, send us, a, send us a message, use the report a problem link in the top upper right corner and just let us know like, Hey, you know, unable to move contests up and down with the drag and drop feature or something like that. And the team can look into it. But as far as I know, you know, still working for me here and this is where it is located. All right. Good question there. Um, next one from Billy here. Billy was asking if, how to, how to basically write a geo mean filter here. So uh, question was, Andrew, did I do this metric correct to filter by geo mean looks good to me, but figured one to double check before I go down this rabbit hole. So if you guys are on the pro or ultimate plans, you have the ability to create custom metrics here. So I actually have one written for you guys here. So you're going to have all your default metrics, but you can add custom metrics, right? You can add them as summary statistics to the app here. You can add them for if you're trying to grade your lineups on your own here. So if you wanted to create one to show the geometric mean of each lineup, what I would do is I would go to the dropdown. I would go to add metric. And then from here, I'm just going to name it ge geo mean just to make my life easier. So I know what it is showing. And then I'm going to go to my own. I'm going to go to product geo mean. And I'm going to go to value. The value is going to actually do the calculation and show the number on the other side here. And then once you do that, one is going to be something that you can sort by. So I can look at the highest geo mean versus the lowest geo mean. And then two is going to be a summary statistic under each lineup. And then once you have that summary statistic, you can go to lineup filters and then it will be an option in your drop down here. So this is how you filter after a build is run by geometric mean, create custom metric, and then go to filters and then it will be available for you. All right. Next question here. Question says, Hi, when I try to make rules, I cannot select players. Boxes stay checked, and the other icon to select players is not showing up. Please help. Okay, so let's try this here. And I am going to go to my 
Actually, I'm on an old version of the app here. So I'm just going to do a hard refresh myself and then make sure I'm seeing everything correctly here. So I'm going to go to my settings. I am going to go down to lineup rules and I'm going to go to add new rule. I'm going to go to group. I'm going to go to manual here. So when I do this, um, I am seeing the little person icons. Like say I wanted to put, you know, all running backs in a group. I'm going to grab Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, Jamal Williams, and maybe even Jalen Warren, right? And what I would do is just use this little player icon underneath the checkboxes on the left-hand side. If you are not seeing that, if you guys are seeing something different for whatever reason, first off, do a hard refresh, right? Control-Shift-R, Command-Shift-R. Second is the same uh, as before. You know, user report a problem. Let us know, like, hey, I am not seeing, I am having trouble adding players to manual group rules. I am not seeing the player icon. Like, let us know what's going on, and then our support team can help you from there. But on my side, seeing it, seeing it all correct, uh, if you're not seeing, if you're seeing something else, I, I, I apologize. And just let us know via one of those two ways here. All right. Question from Phantom. Phantom said, any strategy tips for the two-gamer for Monday night football tonight? Uh, yeah, I think this is a good question, right? One thing that really stands out to me right out of the gate is these very, very high ownerships, right? 70% Nick Chubb, you know, 60% Chris Olave, uh, four guys total over 50%, right? So, one thing that, that I think of here is that, hey, duplication is going to be important, right? Uh, being different from the field is going to be important. So I would approach this two-game slate similarly to how I would approach any type of showdown slate, trying to get an idea of what the most common combinations are, right? Nick Chubb is not cheap. He is 8500 Where are people going to pay down, right? It looks like Elijah Moore is going to be very popular as a pay-down option, right? 4500 salary, 48%. Uh, 48% expected ownership here, right? So uh, looking at all of the different combinations and combinatorics of the lineups, looking at the, the cash lineups, who's going to be the most popular plays, figuring out how to play a lineup, how to construct lineups that are going to be different from the field, looking at possible possibly using geo mean salary restrictions, et cetera here, right? So the way I am approaching this two-game NFL slate is how I would be approaching any other uh, showdown slate pretty much here. And then one other thing here is that, you know, this is a classic slate, but because it's going to play a lot closer to a showdown, if you play a different amount of your bankroll on showdown slates, I would uh, not, you know, scale up your action because it is a classic slate. I would, I would still tame up my bankroll a little bit and play a little less on this two gamer. All right. Next, uh, so so uh, there, there was one comment here, correlation, correlation, correlation. Don't be afraid to get weird with stats. That was in re- that was in response to Phantom here, and I, I uh, stand behind that sentiment as well here. And if you guys want to use more correlation, you know, there's nothing wrong with coming in here and bumping up the correlation slider, right? Correlation slider for this uh, at the moment is set at two, which is low. If you want to come in here, you know, bump it to four, bump it to five. Uh, get get different, but capitalizing on that correlation, uh, I think is a great, great idea. All right. Uh, scrolling down here, Sammy said, is it possible that using Geomean gives almost the same amount of edge as it can for showdowns here? And I think that, you know, I wouldn't say that you're getting edge 
by using geomine. I think I think edge is, is a particularly interesting word, right? When I think of edge, I almost think of like, hey, you know, I think of leverage comes to mind with edge. I think of projection adjustments come to mind as edge, right? Uh, you know, an example would be like yesterday, you know, I, I saw that the Zach Moss and Deion Jackson projections were pretty close, but I adjusted that to an 80-20 split in favor of Zach Moss because I thought Deion Jackson was not going to play that much. And and that is something I would consider like an edge, right? Uh, Geomean is what, what Geomean, what a rule is doing, what a filter is doing. It is, is, it is trying to help you to have less lineups that are going to be very highly duplicated. And by doing that, when you win, you're going to win more of the first place prize, right? You're trying to get as much for first place equity as possible here, right? So uh, Geomean, I think, is as important in this two-gamer as it is going to be for showdown here. But I, I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, it's it's a... Um, it's like a leverage strategy, right? It is it is something that is necessary on these slates where you're probably going to need an optimal to get more of the first place equity. So think about it in, in those terms here. But I, I could be just reading into something too much here. All right. This is our last question in the Office Hours channel at the moment, and then we'll be jumping over to the YouTube chat. Question says, how come a rule, an already built rule in this case, a stack rule, it gives you an error when you make any small adjustments. Why is that? Is it better to create it for the slate instead? Thanks. Okay. So I think that automatic rules carry over well. So if you have a rule here, that is like a, a basic stack rule or, you know, even an advanced rule, it should work fine on any upcoming slates. I think it's when you have like a group manual rule here, uh, you know, where you're picking specific players, these, these players are attached to a player ID and, and, and it could be possibly that they're attached to like the slate information. So I think that stack rules, advanced stack rules, automatic rules should carry over slate to slate very well. Any group manual rules might not carry over as well. Uh, I, I don't spend a ton of time using rules, so I could be wrong there. But if you think you are having an error and you don't think it should be happening, send us a report, please let us, let our support team look into it. And we will uh, be happy to look into that for you and help you figure out whatever is going wrong. All right. Jumping over to the YouTube chat question from DFS maniac said, does the sim ROI in the contest Sims incorporate the rake? Uh, the answer. Okay. So I believe the answer is yes. Like, so what happens is here is that we have a set of lineups, right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to put each one of your lineups into a contest with the field lineups. And then in that contest, we have a payout structure. We, we're using some of your inputs here, right? So if you come in here, create a contest sim, you're giving us a percent to first, you're giving us a percent entries paid. And then we are using that as part of the payout structure, but our payout structures still assume the rake. At least I'm like 90% sure of that. So I can check here. So um, do contest sims have rake? Contest sims have rake. I'm pretty sure we just have like a blanket rake percent, like 10% or 15% that gets applied to the payout structure that you give us here. But I will check, but I'm like 90% sure that we are including rake. 
Patrick said, how do I turn off permanently open DFS windows after download CSV? Uh, yeah, you go to the menu in the top right here. So if, if this open DFS site on download is toggled on, then whenever you are in your save contest tab, you fill these entries and then you click this download in the top left, the DFS site is automatically going to pop up here. If this is toggled off, then that will not happen. And then the file will only download. All right, Derek said, is there a way to take a position out of the flex spot? Yes, there is here. And the way you would do that is you would go to flex and you would filter by position here by right clicking on the column header. Let's say I want to remove all tight ends. So I would click on my tight ends. Just This is just to see them here. And then I would uncheck them with the mass uncheck button. And then I would reapply. I would reselect all the positions and then now when you do that, you're only going to see running backs and my receivers are checked. Tight ends are not going to be checked. Therefore, they will not be put into the flex spot. All right, question from George. On a two-game slate, Saberson defaults the correlation slider to low two. Would setting that slider at, to zero be beneficial for what looks like a low-scoring set of games? Uh, you know, this is like, I think this is actually a, a good question, right? Because we just talked about increasing the correlation slider for our build settings for people who were trying to get to, you know, higher stacks or things like that. Right. Uh, and, and opposing the, the default of two here, I think it's okay to go the opposite direction as well. I think you make a fine case for it, right? Two game slate. Maybe you're looking for something uh, more optimal. Want to just lean on the correlation achieve naturally in the play-by-play -play Sims. I think you make a great point for going to zero. Right. But, but that's, what's so funny to me in this instance, right? It's like, Hey, the, the default is two. You can make a case for going higher to upping that to four. You can also make a case for going down to zero and 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 just relying on the play-by-play -play correlation here. I don't think there is a wrong or right answer here. It really just comes down to what is your strategy for the slate? What are you trying to achieve? And then based on what you're trying to achieve, there are different ways to do that, right? One person might be playing one way where, hey, increasing correlation slider makes sense. Another player is playing a different way where their strategy uh, makes more sense by turning their correlation down to zero. So no longer right answer. Just depends on what you were trying to do with the slate dynamics here. All right. Next one is from George said, I had the same problem with the group rules could not select. It was something with a Firefox browser. Okay. Uh, definitely unaware of this one here. So if you're experiencing this, send us a report. And then also what you can do is try changing browsers, right? If you're using Firefox, try Chrome. If you're using Chrome, Try Edge. You know, if you're trying Edge, try Safari, right? I think any one of those uh, could could act a little bit different and behave a little bit different overall. All right, question from Sal here. Sal said, is it possible to load some by rank and other unique when filling the lineups? Yes, you can definitely do that. So if I were to go back to my lineups here, I have these two contests here. Let's say that, you know, I, I have multiple contests here. All you have to do is just uncheck the ones you don't want to fill. And then change your selection method. So the options were rank. So like, hey, I want to fill this first one by rank here. So then I just fill that. And then I go back to the screen. I go to the next contest. And then, you know, I fill by unique random, right? And then I save that. And then now that I filled those two, then they will be all set. And then when you click this green icon, it's going to download all of the entries regardless, right? So um, just go through that step of unchecking the ones you want, filling them, rechecking the other ones that you want, filling those, but you can definitely fill them differently from within the same screen. 
All right. This is our last question at the moment from William. William said, when I run multiple contest sims out of the same build, I end up with some of the same lineups in different contests. Is there an easy way to avoid this or how would you handle this? Great question here. So basically, you know, what, what William's saying is like, hey, I have, you know, two contest sims, three contest sims, and then I run them. And then when I'm going through here, I'm probably just uh, sorting by the contest sims, you know, filling them to my contest, sorting by the next contest sim, filling my contest, right, one by one here. Uh, some lineups can grade out well across multiple contest sims. What we suggest here is filling a set of lineups, trashing the lineups you used, and then resorting by the next contest sim, and then filling those. Uh, the reason for that is that each lineup will only get used one time here. So like, let's say you're filling a 20 max, right? So I have, I have two 20 maxes maybe. So then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to fill it, and then I'm going to come in here. I'm just going to use this little trash icon on the lineup. And then I'm going to get rid of these 20 lineups. And then once I do that, I'm just going to change the number in my lineups back to 20. And then it will put a new set of 20 lineups, the next highest rank set up. And then I could fill my next contest from there. We are working on creating a bulk trash icon here to make this process easier. Unfortunately, at the moment, it is a manual process, but that feature is coming very, very soon. All right, Greg said, if I want to sim for a 10-man winner, take all. Do I create a contest field of nine lineups or 10, or does this not function that way for small contests? Okay, so kind of covered this at the beginning of the show, but happy to talk about it again. So basically, if your contest size is smaller than the number of field lineups that we have, we have 5,000 field lineups per bucket, we are just going to randomly sample 10 sims each time we run the contest sim. So that is how that would work. And then what I would do, what I would suggest doing here is in your contest sim, you know, just say your contest size is 10, select the appropriate uh, lineup here. So I'm going to click the winner take all for the field lineups. And then, you know, I'm going to set this to 100% to first. And then I believe if there's 10 and only the winner wins, then it's 10% of entries get paid. And then this would basically look like what it looks like here. Uh, but just know that we are going to randomly sample from our field lineups when running the contest sim. But that's how I would create it. All right, everybody, we are all caught up with questions in the Discord and the Office Hours channel. Congrats again to our winners here. Never mind 03 and JDog1787 here. Uh, another great week of the Minimax challenge here. And I owe Kevlar a response. I have to put in a feature request for advanced stacks here. And then I have to confirm if contest sims do include rig. So I will cover those things on my end. And I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.